I could externally blame the system and look for all of the flaws or I could take radical responsibility and choose to work in a system that that supported my values, that supported the way that I wanted to live, that supported the way that I wanted to nurse. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And I'm Crystal P, the Beauty NP. And today we have a special guest, the Healthy, Healthy Happy Nurse, which I absolutely love that name. When I read your bio, the first thing I saw was that it said the Healthy Happy Nurse. And her name is Michelle Gordon. So Michelle, if you could just give us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background as a nurse. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. My name's Michelle Gordon. I'm based in Queensland, Australia. I'm a mum of three children and nurse of 26 years. And I've got an extensive Mm -hmm. nursing background, critical care, emergency, radiology, plastic surgery, and 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 it's endless. And um, I'm now (laughs) a nurse coach and mentor, and I help women and nurses become free from over- overwhelm and burnout and create a life they love. I love that. And honestly, when I see the healthy, happy nurse, I'm like, something, there's a story behind this. <laughs> and we need to hear it because that doesn't just come from anywhere. Um, and so as I was reading your bio, I, and I would love for you to talk about just kind of your trajectory and how you became the healthy, happy nurse or how this coaching program kind of started, what was the background that led up to this conception? Yeah. Amazing. So I wasn't always a healthy, happy nurse. (laughs) There's a big story behind (laughs) that. And um, in 2000, between 2016 to 2018, I hit rock bottom and suffered severe debilitating burnout. I also hit um, alcoholism and severe anxiety. And I found myself, you know, working harder, working harder, and just in this slippery slope of burnout living on the hamster wheel, my, you know, it started off as me feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. And eventually I, that ended in physical, mental and emotional collapse. And at the Mm. time I was working full time in an emergency department, raising three children. Um, My beautiful husband um, has his own business and, and I was supporting him with his business. And I just, I hit that rock bottom and what, when I was reaching out for help in my workplace here in Australia, we have a program that um, the public health system offer their employees for counselling mm. and psychological services. I I had reached out two or three times, went to those appointments, and and had the the therapy and the counselling, and there was nothing was moving the needle for me. Like nothing was changing. I would go back to the same habits, the same thoughts, the same feelings and continue on. There was no real change happening in my life. And I just wondered what, why it was 
how was this happening? And I knew that I needed to make a change or I, I actually felt like I was going to die. That's how sick I had become and how mentally unwell I'd become. And I discovered life coaching and I worked with a coach and it was this mm-hmm. incredible transformation and rapid change that I noticed in my mental health, my physical health, me moving forward rather than staying stuck, that I actually realized that we were, I was being offered and other nurses here in Australia too are being offered this modality that doesn't always work, this type of help. So mm-hmm. that's when I went, radio. there's something in this and I want to create um, recreate this somewhat for, for nurses. And my, I guess my desire back then was to be healthy and happy. And that's what I mm-hmm. became. I became this, a, a nurse mm-hmm. that had energy. I was showing up, nailing all my shifts and felt great coming home, being a mum and life was great. But I knew that there was more to it and that I could somehow support nurses to also create that in their life. So that's what birthed mm-hmm. myself as a coach. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So when you talk about your burnout you were experiencing, was that from the daily shifts of being a nurse in the emergency room? Was it just all too overwhelming or was it just life in general was overwhelming and created the burnout? Or Good question. It was a combination of everything, um, mostly the demands of nursing. And what I was seeing as a nurse, and I was working in recess, you know, pretty much every day, and I Mm -hmm. had learned, like so many nurses do, is not to feel their emotions, is just to move on, bad Mm -hmm. shift, you know, whatever outcome happened, you know, in that shift with that particular patient or patients, it was like, all right, we've got to move on. We can't process that because somebody else is coming in the door. And what happened over time was that just accumulated in me not dealing with any of my emotions, going home and self-medicating with alcohol, and then then realizing that I didn't have enough energy to be a mum as well. So, I think... Yeah, it all sort of accumulated, but mostly yeah. it was trying to deal with the demands of, of nursing and I hadn't done that. And so yeah. you identified that there was a problem and then how did you know or what was your process to actually find a solution to that problem? Because you said you already had went to your public health system and sought the services that they have. So what made you think that that wasn't it and that it was just you? Right. Because a lot of times we're just like, well, this is just it. This is just, you know, this is what I have to deal with rather than, you know what, I'm going to go and search for more. What was that process yeah. like for you? Yeah. So after I think two or three reaching out for help in the traditional, I guess, modality and support offered, Mm-hmm. I I was like this this has to be just what I, the way I have to live and then it, eventually I hit rock bottom um, and there was a couple of moments in in my it, that happened over a, a couple of months where I went I am going my health is so bad I actually feel like 
I'm not going to be around here much more. And if I do not fix mm. this, then I'm gone. Like my children don't have a mum. My husband doesn't have his wife. Mm. Like what is all this for? And it was almost like this moment of do I seek out something and know that there's more for me or do I just put up with mm -hmm. this is the way life has to be and even though I'm an amazing nurse I'm struggling and sacrificing my own health and happiness and that was that was mm -hmm. then not an option I was like I've done this and that's not working mm -hmm. so I yeah. reached out to a health and fitness coach at the start who got me back on track and I stopped stopped numbing and escaping with alcohol and I eventually got into this really routine of self-care and I hadn't ever done that before and that then led me to this whole journey of mindset work which I then sort of started to branch out after working with her I did a lot of Tony Robbins's work I then did some Joe Dispenza's work and I just went on this big I guess down this rabbit warren of personal development and I was like oh my gosh I the power of my mind of my thoughts and taking action and taking yeah. radical responsibility started to rapidly change my physical world and my reality. So um, I started to see just everything changing, my energy come back, my health, my vitality for life. And people started then saying, what are you doing? Like you're so different now. You're showing up at work so confident, so alive. Your skin's bright. You've got all this energy. You're in these resus situations and you're taking control like you're, you're all over it. And I was just in this amazing place and that's when I thought that I could see then that other nurses – really needed help and support the way that I did and perhaps they weren't as in the situation that I was but they were also struggling many of the nurses um, mm -hmm. that I could see around me yeah mm -hmm. I would love to know just hearing you talk okay so there's there's two perspective of perspectives of this burnout right one is the systemic issues that exist and then coming from your perspective, I've actually interviewed another nurse on another thing that I was hosting, and she really believed in self-care as the solution for burnout, like, you know, setting boundaries and, you know, really taking care of yourself. And they gave her such a hard time when she was more like, you know, this is how you work through these experiences. And it kind of made the, the, um, the listeners feel as if, it was our fault and we had to correct it versus like this system that's being created. So what, what are your thoughts on that coming from, because if it's a mindset and a, you know, really attracting the life you want and then that makes it better. Or do you feel like it's a combination of the two? What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah. I love this. I love this. So <laughs> you know what? The system's broken in here in Australia. It's broken. Right. I've been in the nursing, in the, the healthcare industry as a nurse for 26 years. Before that, I was a personal care worker. The system has never been amazing. And I know you experience it in the States as well. Right. Yeah, it's not sure, perfect. Sure. And we can, and I wanted to blame the system 
time and time again mm-hmm. and blame and externally say that this is so bad and this needs to be fixed and blah, 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 blah. And in reality, I could have fought against that forever and ever and ever and maybe something may have changed in the future and likely it didn't, right? There were some changes made. Then COVID hit and that changed everything again, right? So we weren't, yeah. no one was expecting that. And this is the stance that I took. I could externally blame the system and look for all of the flaws or I could take radical responsibility and choose to work in a system that that supported my values, that supported the way that I wanted to live, that supported the way that I wanted to nurse. And that's what I decided to do differently rather than go, I don't have time, I have to do a double shift. I started to look at why am I doing a double shift? Why am I doing that? Do I have the choice to say no? Yes, I do. So what I realized was I was a people pleaser and I couldn't say no, right? So most nurses resonate with people pleasing. Yes, for sure. (laughs) I was a perfectionist and I wanted to, at the end of every shift, I wanted to make sure that everyone was alive and everyone was well and everyone was amazing and that everything was perfect and all my patients had a bow on them or, you know, like (laughs) it was impossible. My standards were Mm -hmm. so impossible that I would leave not only physically exhausted, but I was burning myself out because I had these impossible standards that I was trying to reach in an imperfect system. And yes, that's great. We, we need nurses who have amazing high standards like that, but not to the detriment of our own well-being. And then I started to realize that I had completely lost sight of my own values, right? So I was living by the system's values And I had completely abandoned my own core values. And that was when I really discovered, well, what does Michelle the person value, not Michelle the nurse? I love having freedom in my life. I love my health, happiness, joy, family. These are all the things that I really value. And yet I wasn't honoring any of them. I wasn't giving myself mm-hmm. any freedom. I was working 24-7. Mm-hmm. I was not valuing my family. I was not valuing my health or happiness. So I, the, the, the hospital system that I was working in wasn't going to do that for me. So I had to choose mm-hmm. to honour my own values and discover what that looked like. And then I realised that, Was this community and environment that I was working in, was it aligned with actually what I wanted? Did I still want to be an ED Mm -hmm. nurse? Mm -hmm. And no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. I was done with, Mm. I was done with critical care. And yet I continued to try and prove myself, right? So I realized that there was a lot of self-worth stuff coming up. Um, The workload was obviously intense. There was nothing I could do about that. Um, The reward, you know, like there's so many different things and what they say, you know, um, contributes to burnout is a mismatch of the community that you're in, the environment that you're in, the workload that you're in, the lack of control or perceived lack of control, values and the reward that you're getting back. 
And if one mm-hmm. or more of those things are out of alignment, then you are likely to be unhappy and possibly burn out. And that's all of those things mm. happened. But also I'd realised that there were several contributing patterns that I was running that were fueling me to want to be showing up with these unachievable standards and continue to say yes when I physically couldn't give any more. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It absolutely makes sense. And I agree with you. One of my, and I, I, you know, I see it all the time on social where everyone's just so focused on the healthcare system. My motto, and this is with my business, this is with my life, everything is my fault. By taking accountability, that gives me the power to change it. Now, if you're if if the problem is that I work for a hospital or healthcare system that does not appreciate me, that is not paying me well, that does not respect my time, then I have the power to leave that healthcare system and find one that is in alignment yes. with what I desire for my life. And so I feel like what people miss is the power that comes with taking control and saying it's my fault. So when you say it's my fault, then it's the next question is like, well, what are you going to do about it? Because now it's on you. But if I say it's the system fault, then that takes me away from being accountable, but it's not going to change my situation. Now we can, you know, we can fight for it over the long haul. Like we can go and, you know, strike and whatever we need to do, but we need to know that the immediacy is not going to be there. So, and we have a short life. So how, so what are we going to do now that is going to improve our lives? And so that's why I asked you that question, because I think a lot of people miss stop spending so much time on the blame game and take your power did you start a business because of it did you did you what did you do for your life because they're taking care of their shareholders Mm -hmm. they're taking care of their stockholders absolutely you're not the priority and i and i know that that doesn't feel good but imagine if everyone thought like that the power that would come along with it it's like Oh. oh So I can do something. Yes, you can. You don't have to stay here. Yes. You don't have to. You can use your license as an entrepreneur. You can do so many other things. You can leave the profession as altogether if you wanted to. Mm. I think what you're also saying, Michelle, is that, that there's so much power in. I mean, we, what we don't realize is we have take, given our power away by um, our identity being wrapped in nursing. You know, like you can't even separate yourself. Oh, well, can you tell me something about yourself? Oh, I'm a nurse. It's like, okay, what about you? What else? Yeah. What is, but that's a profession. That's not who you, that's not who you weren't born a nurse. Yes. (laughs) And I think a lot of people don't realize that. So that's why I wanted to ask you that. Oh, (laughs) I love that. Because I feel like you're coming from, yeah, you're coming from the, it's my fault perspective. Now let me do something about it. And I think that's a very powerful stance to take taking ownership of our lives. Absolutely. And that's one of the first things that I get my clients to do is it's you've got to take radical responsibility now. What are your values? What do you want to do with your career? What how many days do you want to work? You know, what what do you want in your life? And most of them haven't ever thought about that because they're the nurse in the system and this is what they do. Mm. And and most of the women that I work with 
don't even know what lights them up. All they know is nursing, like their identity Mm -hmm. and everything is so tangled up in the nurse profession that outside Mm -hmm. of that, they actually don't know who they are, which is really, really sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with you. So, okay. So let's just switch reels a little bit. So you, you went through this journey you identified that there's just so there's such a need for other nurses and then you decided to make it a coaching program tell us that shift how did you yeah. what happened <laughs> yeah so after sort of um 2018 i had that two year period of burnout where i was you know constantly spinning the wheels not getting anywhere and 2018, I actually drew a line in the sand and said, this is it. So that's when I embarked on my own healing journey. I worked with two coaches or so, did some programs and then went on and realized that there was so much more that I hadn't tapped into, like mindset work, limiting beliefs, um, Mm -hmm. values work. And so I took myself over that year, it was about 12 months, and I came out the other side. I um, lost a lot of weight. I was fit, healthy, strong, energized. I'd, everything in my life had changed. And I had people reaching out to me, the, my colleagues around me saying, what have you done? What are you doing? I need, tell me how you're doing it because you are a different person. How I want some of that. And... I I continued to have people reaching out, messaging me, asking me, pulling me aside. And I thought about it for a month or two. And I I went, you know, there's a real need here to help nurses, you know, create a life they love, overcome the the spinning wheels and the hamster wheel and the burnout cycles and Mm -hmm. actually be Mm -hmm. in their power, take back their power of and their radical responsibility find out who they are so I documented everything that I had done in that 12 months and realized that there was a real sequence of events that took place and I wrote a program based on the steps that I took and I created an online course and that now here that here I am 20 I released that in March 2020 so this will be four years I've been running that program and I've had hundreds and hundreds of nurses through and I've um, combined that with coaching. So I mm-hmm. take these nurses through, coach them through um, the things that come up and, yeah, that's where it started. How did you know or think that you could do that? Did you – I know you had had coaching but online program. Did you see someone do an online program? Did you say, let me just put this up and see what happens? Or Yeah, I think how was that, journey? that was one of the scariest things that I was the next level for me was how do I know this is going to work, that I can do this, that I can coach because I started to then really dive into uncharted territory of the entrepreneur and I, I – had had my husband and I have a business, so I know business, but me stepping out fully as myself was a whole different thing. And at first, I didn't, I didn't believe that I could do this. I, 
I was like, I'm just going to see what happens and create this and I'll just see if this takes off. And every time there were several periods in that first 12 months that I wanted to give up and just no, I'll just go back to full-time nursing. It's it's okay. I've got kind of a backup plan. But I'd always receive mm-hmm. messages or yeah. someone reaching out saying, can you help me? Can you help me? I right think- when you were about to quit, yes. right? It'll be like you've given up and then you get that that jump start. Yep. Back in it. <laughs> That's what happened every time. And then I thought, this is no coincidence. Like I'm not meant to stop. Because every time that I wanted to quit and not not go ahead with yep. my coaching and, and expand and grow my right. business, um, it, I'd get a message and I was like, okay, universe, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. So, I didn't yeah. know that I could and it's been a real self-belief work in progress for me to get to where I am now. Uh, there's two things that I, I really want to highlight for our listeners that you said and before Crystal's question. And you basically identified a gap in the marketplace, yep. right? Because you went through the public health system and you didn't feel that you received what the care that you needed. And then in addition to that, you as you were getting better, then you could clearly see the the gap between yourself and your colleagues so that you identify the gap. And then you had what we call a product market fit because you had this, it wasn't a product, it was an idea, mm. but you had the market and you didn't know it, which was your healthcare colleagues coming to you saying like, what are you doing? What are you? And so what people don't understand if they just pay attention, like yeah. give more attention to what's mm-hmm. happening around you and what I always say, you have a solution to someone's problem. What is that solution? And then that those people who have that problem that you have the solution for really dedicate yourself to helping them and the money is going to it's going to come. And I think and you can tell me what you think about this, Michelle, I think and I'm biased, of course, but I feel like nurses are the best fit to be in this coach's space. It's dominated by men. I know it. But I feel like our profession, like and the fact that we are women is like the best position to be in to set us up for success as coaches. I would love to know your thoughts on that. Oh, absolutely. Nurses make the best coaches because we're used to dealing with people and speaking to people and Mm -hmm. supporting Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, our intuition, we have this beautiful intuitive side Mm -hmm. to us. And honestly, it, it I have had so many nurses that have um, gone, come and done my program, who came to me burnt out, rock bottom, same as me, and have then had this beautiful awakening and transformation. And and now I'm supporting them in their side hustles and getting their businesses up. So I I think last year I Mm -hmm. helped six nurses create their side hustles and many of them were coaching businesses. Um, Yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't have – the like you said hone in and just be aware of what's happening around you to see what what is needed where's that gap when I was burnt out I couldn't see I was just getting by you know I was just going through the motions good point when I healed and and came back with this new energy and vitality it was like I could see all of the my not all of them but a lot of my colleagues around me 
just struggling, like, the, you know, going home, going, where, when is the bottle shop open on the way home so I can grab that wine? And, mm. you know, like this is all the stuff mm. that they were saying, that, but I couldn't hear that yeah. before because I was in it. So I very mm-hmm. much had that clarity and awareness of there is a huge need for for this type of support for nurses because what the support that they were getting that I had received was some random person on the end of a phone sitting there listening mm-hmm. and, and talking about feelings and, and try, you know, like it, there was just no connection whatsoever. And, and when you're that burnt mm-hmm. out, you can't feel anything anyway. So you just, yeah. it's just talking. Mm-hmm. It's like so robotic that it wasn't therapeutic at all. I know when I first started or one of my first businesses was centered around nurses and self-care and similar to you, when I started on my self-care journey, then I was able to see all the other nurses around me and the things that they say may not have perked my ears up before, but now they're complaining about, you know, neck issues and back issues. And I'm like, well, have you went to the doctor? No, I don't have time for that. It's like, no, you have to take care of yourself. So I do understand what you're saying about when you start on your own own journey and when you're able to heal and that allows you to hear things you may not have heard uh, before. Because you're also, before you're healed, especially when it turns comes to burnout, then you're in the nursing station complaining, my neck and my back hurts too. I haven't been to the doctor in however long um, versus once you're healed, then you can be able to then coach, you know, others and see, um, see the gaps where other people need to heal as well. And I wanted to ask you also, what is your favorite part about coaching being that you went through that and you healed um, in your own journey? What is uh, your favorite part of coaching nurses now being on the other side? I think <laughs> I just, <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's my favorite thing to do ever. You know, I, I suppose I get messages every day from either my clients who have reconnected with life, like with living, with actual true living, not struggle and sacrifice, which they'd done, you know, perhaps most of their life. And the joy that comes back into their life, the health, the happiness, the energy, the connection with family is a big one too. So I've had several um, of my clients' husbands reach out to me, send me messages saying, thank you for giving my wife back to me and my children. Like that, I tell you, I get so teary and emotional because that's what it's about. Like these women are uh, back in their families' lives. They're, They're there, they're present. And they're not, you know, the shell of the person that they had been for so long. And I and I, I just feel like, you know, coaching will never go out of style. If you, I don't care if it's just how to manage being a stay-at-home mom with kids or how to, you know, be a soccer mom. Like, it's always a solution to somebody's problem. And I wish people stopped overcomplicating it and simplifying it. It's like, I don't care what you say. There's something you do well. Right. And you have you can help someone else. And I think nurses in, in particular should really dive into that. Plus, we have the World Wide Web. So what I love about your business model, Michelle, because <laughs> it applies to any nurse on any continent. So it's really it, you're not just, oh, I only help uh, nurses in Australia, but it's like I can help nurses in the U.S. I yeah. can help nurses in London and in, in, in Europe, wherever. Um, because generally speaking, we suffer from the, from the same um, challenges. And, I, and I, I absolutely love that. I wanted to ask you, um, you're a neuro-linguistic 
program practitioner mm-hmm. and a Reiki level two practitioner. I know Reiki. I've heard of it before and I'm probably saying it wrong. Reiki or Reiki is which one? Reiki. <laughs> Reiki. Reiki. Yeah. Reiki practitioner. I've heard of Reiki. I have never practiced it. I think it was just at an event or something. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about that. Do you get certified or like what? Yeah. So here in Australia, I'm a level two. So I haven't done my level three yet. Um, However, I have been practicing and using, doing a little bit of Reiki on on clients as well that, that, um, that want to to use that it's energy healing so that was that has been um also a big part of my journey too was tap tapping into some more spiritual I guess healing modalities and exploring other other things I think I know nurses are very science-based um and Reiki was a, a beautiful way that I healed in terms of um, energy and intuitive. So I went and saw my Reiki practitioner who noticed that I was holding a lot of stagnant energy, emotions, um, unhealed trauma in my body. And basically it's a, it's a hands-on healing. People practice it. You can do it virtual and, and, um, or in person. And it was a hands-on body healing. So, um, she was able to identify the, the different chakras in the body, um, and the big, those big energy centers that were, that were, I guess, not, not working so well because of those, the holding mm-hmm. on of that, the energy and trauma. Mm-hmm. So, I had such a profound experience in one session with her that I was like, wow, I want to know more about this. So um, it's just been a, a beautiful little practice that I have definitely used in my own life and um, offer it to clients as well, more to do with energy, spirituality, that type of thing. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And so is that involved in your, is that included in your course? Do they get that or your, no, um, no, it's a 12 week, right? Yeah. So no, that's not included. Um, I, I haven't sort of brought that in. I like, I I think for, for the clients and the nurses that come to me, Mm -hmm. it's often their first time in personal development. It's generally their first port of coaching and mm-hmm. for me, I know that I wasn't ready for Reiki when I was when I was burnt out. Yeah. I just my head wasn't ready for it. I needed practical okay, steps gotcha. and solutions. So mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. 12-week program is very practical and kind of leads you into um Lead you to somewhat, I guess, everyone is different, whether, you know, the spiritual journey that they go on or, or whatever, everyone has a different journey. And if they then want to go and explore Reiki, then that's something that we can do sort of one-to-one afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was just saying, what's the linguistics portion of your coaching? Yeah. So this um, NLP is – a coaching, I guess, another modality that you can use. It's all about the brain, how we filter information, um, the un- you know, the subconscious mind, conscious mind, how we process information, our beliefs, conditioning. It's all about um, how that brain works and how we communicate. And that has been a really incredible 
tool for me to own, to not only for my own journey, but to to work with clients and really um, go back and untangle a lot of the internal conditioning that they come with and beliefs and thoughts yeah. and and really help them to rewire some of those ingrained, I guess, beliefs, conditioning, patterns, programs that have been driving their behaviour to date. And for, yeah. for me, right. I started to untangle um, when I started on my own healing journey was why do I feel like I have to overcompensate and, and over function? And I had a, a very big ingrained belief about working really hard to get anywhere in life. Yeah. And for sure. NLP has been a really beautiful modality to help, um, help my clients unlock that. And yeah, I facilitate that mm-hmm. just through through coaching them, the questions that I ask and some yeah. of the activities we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that so much though. And just being able to step outside because I, I know everything, well, not everything, but a lot of times nurses, we think most things revolve around nursing. So to be able to step out and learn, like you said, other modalities that could possibly help us and, and have us better service our clients, but also serve ourselves and our family, I think is super important. So let me ask you, yeah. Michelle, about your programs. So I know you have a couple, you have a couple programs and how people can work with you. I would love for you to talk a little bit about your um, health and happiness formula and then also the private coaching that you offer. Yeah, yeah. So the Health and Happiness Formula is a 12-week online program. Um, anyone can can join this program. It's for nurses. I've had um, hundreds of nurses go through this program and we have um, a group. It's group program. So at the moment I have about 10 or so nurses that are in this group. We have a call every second week. We have a group call and mm-hmm. that's generally we co- I coach on there, do some hot seat coaching and um, generally talk about a topic that that is coming up or that that is of interest. Tonight we are talking about the five love languages and getting to, to know what our love languages are, which is really good. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, and so that runs for 12 weeks. The, the online course component is done so each person does that at their own pace. They work through the, the online course workbooks videos and as well as the group coaching calls over the 12 weeks there's a a one-to-one call with me so the first call is a real um beautiful alignment call to help them really map out their goals their values um and the action steps that need to happen that's really individual to them so Mm -hmm. yeah that's been running Mm -hmm. like I said for nearly four years now and it's it's just beautiful I love that. I love that. And are you taking um, um, nurses all over yeah. all the globe or do you have? Okay. Yeah. So Good. I have um, some spots for January still left open. Um, they're available. And yeah, I've had nurses from the States, um, lots of nurses in Australia. So anyone, yeah, anyone that is yeah, a great fit can, can do this. 
Okay. And then you also work with those who are um, in a, on a one-to-one basis as well. And tell me what that program is like and who is it for? Yeah. So this is typically for the nurse who has, I, like I said, many of the nurses that have gone through the health and happiness formula 12 weeks have kind of gone off, had a bit of a break, really re- refound themselves and and many of them have gone on to start a side hustle um, and a lot of them have come back to to want to sort mm-hmm. of be coached in how does that work, what do I do and I typically yeah. support, yeah, support them to map out what their side hustle will look like, what their offers are, pricing, mm-hmm. social media, marketing, that type of thing. So, yeah, that's that's yeah. a real one-to-one um sort of more bespoke coaching yeah I was just asking are you doing the coaching full-time now are you out of nursing I left my emergency nursing job in 2022 I took a year and a half off and now I'm still this is the the, the nursing identity piece right um I'm doing some very casual shifts so very casual shifts in um occupational health and safety nursing now which is Workplace medicals, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's great. I go in and do that, you know, one day. I think the last time I did that was one day in December. So um, I think that's going to, yeah, stay, stay casual and my coaching's full-time. I feel like it's, uh, it's because um, we still – it's a weird – we still love being a nurse. I was like, you know, I always make fun of it on social. It's like such an oxymoron because we talk so much trash about it, but we like, I love being a nurse. I love being a nurse. Like, I know. Wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. So like, and you just need a little to just like, you know, fill yeah. your tank up and then you're, you're okay. <laughs> and I love the patient contact. That's what I missed yeah, so sure. badly. Like after I finished in the emergency department, having that year or so off I just really miss the patient contact and my um shifts now in OC health and safety are just so fun like I do their medicals yeah. you know we have great conversations and and it's just yeah it's just really easy so yeah yeah for sure <laughs> I love yeah. that okay and so how can we are they find you uh where are you on socials do you have a website that you want them to Go ahead and look you up on. Yeah, so the best place to find me is um, Instagram, and that's at Michelle Gordon okay. underscore coach. Um, my website is thehealthyhappiness.com, but I'm mostly on Instagram, and anyone can message me there and, and reach out and see what I've got going on. So Awesome, awesome. And you guys, make sure you go ahead and follow Michelle. Michelle, this has been an amazing interview. I promise I'm never disappointed interviewing nurses because the ones who are audacious enough to step out, we are amazing. Like we are really shaping what nursing looks like. I often have people say when I say I'm a nurse entrepreneur, they're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you'll find out. Absolutely. <laughs> we're growing, we're, we're creating our space. So um, I definitely want to thank you too for being a change agent and just like what burnout looks like and like how we can be better as nurses. I think it, if we work on our happiness, then we can be better nurses to our patients as well, as well as to our family, of course, but to our patients as well, because 
when you identify your story, because a lot of times we are the reason, like we focus, we allow ourselves to feel obligated and we have shaped our profession. I was just talking about this on a, another podcast is that we come, we supposed to suffer. It's like we, we it's suffer. It's like a, a badge of honor um, yeah. when you're a nurse to like run yourself low. And you know, that's not it. It's not a badge of honor. It's, it's horrible for us to do that. So I love that you are stepping out and helping nurses, um, kind of find their happy space in, yeah. in nursing and thank as you. Um, healthcare professionals. So thank you so much for joining us. You guys, as always, we will continue to bring you guys the dope people. If you have nurses who are aspiring entrepreneurs or just nurses who want to hear just great a great conversation about our industry don't forget to share you guys don't be stingy uh let them know about the nurse boss shift you guys until next time bye, -bye. <laughs>